Welcome into God Loves Jags, your inspirational Jags podcast full of tons of faith and inspirational meanings and quotes, maybe some Bible verses. We're here with the whole gang. We're going to be talking a lot of Tebow today. Guys, are you guys having a great day out there? How's life? Are you feeling inspired today? I was until that <laughs> <laughs> until that intro. I must be on the wrong podcast. I'll see you guys later. Uh, Can we I use this? Not- uh, yes, we're using Sure, this. yeah. Hell yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> it was just the right tone. Um, I felt very uncomfortable. That's how most of the locker room feels like when Tebow's in the room. They're going to be um, more than uncomfortable. I'll be already up front. Jihad Ward, I feel like, is not a fan of Tebow. He's already tweeted some, like, stuff that makes it seem like, if this guy's actually in my locker room, come, like, you know, game one, like, I, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, what? What's happening? Like, they gotta think he's like the tattletale, you know? Like, <laughs> Dude, he's reporting course. directly to Urban. Like, everyone will get quiet when when Timmy walks through the Tim's door. He's gonna be in the corner of the locker room with like a notepad. <laughs> just guys, down. um, Urban, um, <laughs> we have walked through early in the morning, guys. Yeah. Um, the weirdest part is he's not even signed. That's like, what I. Usually it's in been the Twitter a week world, since I reported it. Yeah, like Twitter world, either a guy is signed or like it just, you know, okay, they didn't like it. But like everything says we're going to sign him. We just haven't, which is still so weird. I was going to save this for my three questions for later, but I'm just going to, we'll just drop it now. We're going to do some, uh, our, our schedule breakdown. The schedule came out the other night. So we're going to get to that, but we got to do Tebow first. I was going to save this for three questions, but I'll ask right now. I'll say I have another question. Guys, what's Tebow's uh, stat line going to be? 2021, what's his stat line? Like the most likely stat line? I don't know. What do you think? Zero for zero. It doesn't know. He doesn't make the roster? You don't think he makes the – I think getting signed to the 90-man roster is one thing. But how many do they have now? How can they keep? Like 55, 53, whatever. 53. uh, That's a – That's going to be I recently kind of had an epiphany that the reason why it's 53 is because like 25 offense, 25 defense, three special teams. And I never really like, I don't know, just realized that. So I was like, oh, shit, that's totally why it's, it's exactly 53. I feel like there should be more roster well, spots you in the can, NFL. What only like what, 45 are active on game day, which I, that doesn't make sense to me. Like what? Just you still have to be there, but you're just in like shorts and shirt. I have no idea how that works. Yeah, what if you want to put in like your long snapper as a tight end, you know, and or or the kicker in at wide receiver if he's like, you know, got one play like specifically designed for him. What's the ramifications if they like one of the guys that was not technically activated that game just like played? What if they pulled like a Mighty Ducks 2 and changed jerseys halfway through and they're like, mm. "No, sorry. I don't care Tebow wasn't activated. I'm putting him out in the game." Oh, do you get like, like a $300,000 yeah. fine? Who cares? Like, yeah, what's like the biggest penalty? They- you can't take a win away. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe in that circumstance, I think you could. I mean, it's just blatant cheating. <laughs> uh, people have done it before. Hey, America's yeah, well. built on, like, revolutions and, and, you know, like, boycotting things and standing up. What if they're just like, no. We're yeah, man, be this. the change you want to see. Yeah, dude. I want full 53 men rosters active on game day. That's what I want. I'll stand behind that. I, yeah, I have. I mean, who has an issue with that? 
the NFL. It's a rule. A very what? non-controversial topic. Roger. Roger and no one else. Like, who cares? Yeah, probably. All right, no uh, fan is like, I demand 45. Or 47, I don't know what it is. All right, we got to uh, pump up our viewership. Back to Tebow talk. Patrick, what's the stat line? <laughs> People love this shit. They eat it up. Patrick, what's our stat line for Tebow? I mean, I think we're jumping, like, way, way, way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I mean, not that, even that's signed. Four or five steps down the line. Yes. Can we go in order? Uh, will he get signed? I would say most likely, yes. Uh, will he be there during training camp? Most likely, if he gets signed, yes. Will he make the final 53-man roster, like Shimmer was saying? I – okay, this is where I'm conflicted. Do I think he has the talent to as far as an athlete goes? I guess. Do I think he should? I don't know, man. Like, I just really, really have a hard time, and you guys can maybe convince me. There has to be someone else. Forget the tight end position. There has to be someone else that can take up that roster spot that can actually make the 53-man roster that will help us win games. I mean, am I wrong? Hear me out, Patrick. Today, so rookie minicamp starts tomorrow. Jordan Smith, our rookie, you know, edge rusher. It looked. I, I was on his Instagram today. It looked like he roughly played Fortnite for three hours today. The day before his first rookie minicamp, he just sat around playing Fortnite all day. Whereas Mr. Tim Tebow was in Tennessee today, advocating against human trafficking. What a man this is! This I man don't give a shit about mind that. I mean, that's great. That's he, great to stand up for. He achieves it. Ten touchdowns. That's, I'm going. That's ten, good. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a wonderful thing to ten, oppose. Ten touchdowns. To... Ten touchdowns. This is, is absurd. Urban uh, Meyer is going to infuriate the whole rest of the team. DJ Shark is going to want out of here because, like, he gets zero looks. He's going to force Tebow into the game plan. You're infuriating me. <laughs> he, but here's the here's the the counter argument is why he's positioned tight end but his position is like a utility player like a, a broke down Taysom Hill you know they can put him in different spots and for a third tight end who could also be your third string quarterback in a pinch not like there's some utility to that idea but the thing that really like bothered me was like this rhetoric about he took a job you know he's taking a job from some guy who worked his whole whole life I mean, like, no one has ever cared about that ever before right now. People <laughs> no don't ever said that. Is. Yeah, I mean, no one can name a cut that was made for their team from 90 to, like, 75. Any one of those guys, like, from last year or the year before, no one has any clue. Um, but let me ask you this, okay? If a video came out of Johnny Manziel kicking field goals, just hitting 60-yarder after 60, Harder, and someone signed him to the preseason roster as a kicker. Would you be mad? No. Ooh, I mean, that means he has to quit his day job at uh, <laughs> the uh, the Twitch Place Football, and I'm kind of a fan of that league. He gets to throw touchdowns to uh, Josh Gordon, I think. So, is that I a would, thing? Yeah, Twitch Plays Football. I, I don't think that's what it's called. It's called something else, but it's a football league. It is where a thing. You get to like tweet what plays they should do or something like that, and they have to do them. I just but missed that. There's only three, I think there's only three teams in the league. Uh, Johnny I, Manziel plays for all of them. All right, here's my last but thing he, on Tebow. He plays – Here's what I got. So, last week we were talking about Travis Etienne and how he's a, a slash player. 
if Travis Etienne is a slash player, I think that makes like Tebow like a semicolon. Uh, grammar jokes, punctuation. <laughs> I don't. I thought that I was got me. I thought that was going to go <laughs> <for> real well. <laughs> I, I would have gone backslash, gonna, but that's fine. We're going to edit it. I would have gone right there. <laughs> backspace because I wish that didn't happen. <laughs> we're not editing that one out. <laughs> I like it. Got I chuckled. Thank it was you. good. It was good. All right. I uh, uh, one more thing on the Tebow thing. Oh, now Sean wants clearly, to talk about Tebow. No, Sean is clearly living in fantasy <laughs> land. Shimmer, like what you're saying is, I I can hear what you're saying, but the difference is, there's no videos of Tebow like making one-handed catches in the corner of the end zone, like Johnny Manziel kicking 60-yard field goals. I think that's completely different. I don't care if he's taking up a roster spot and taking someone else's job. That Everyone is taking someone else's job on the roster. I just think that from a talent standpoint, there has to be a tight end that can beat him out in training camp. And why don't we sign some of those guys well, I, too to add some more competition? My point is this. If we signed some guy who'd never played football who was 28 after a workout named Jim Jebo that no one ever heard of, no one would give a shit. Jim Jebo. You know? Right? Yeah. No one would care. But also, this is like – think of the odds for of this happening. We had to uh, have, get the number one pick, get Urban. Uh, then Urban had to reach out to Tim to find a house and land in Jacksonville where Tim is from. Like the only scenario – of this ever occurring is happening or happened. Like the odds of this are so far, like you, you got to root for the guy. I mean, it would yeah. be poetic justice, not justice. Uh, I don't know. Poetic coincidence. I really, I really if, think him making the roster is the end of his Disney movie. And <laughs> no, and no, I, no, dude, he's got a score with Trevor. His first I game mean, ever in the NFL Super was is, here is in is Jacksonville. The and then if he makes the roster, his first home game with the Jags, is obviously here in Jacksonville, so I I I think it his roots here, man. Like the locker room a little bit now. It's my As concern. I. But oh, I I mean I off the like off the record. I I one hundred percent. We're on the record, by the way. It's recording. It's on the record. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, I forgot how this works. Literally on the record. <laughs> You'd have to turn it off to, be, to go off to the be record. Completely so. factual. I think it's incredibly dumb, but it's more fun just to like hype it up. We have Trevor in Urban, so it's more fun just to be like. Oh yeah, Tebow. Let's score ten touchdowns until it doesn't happen. Then that's like, like the other thing. Uh, it's a business move, right? <laughs> it's sure. gonna make more money, more attention, more money. We're taking Tebow to London. Good. Let's leave him there. <laughs> he'll probably find a, a worthy cause to support while he's there. He'll he'll, <laughs> he'll bring it. He'll bring the gospel over there. And that's Enough. his prerogative. Enough. Right. Enough of, of, of the pot has been spent on the he's not even signed. If Tebow gets if Tebow gets uh five minutes, I gotta give at least one minute shout out to my man Blake Bortles. Oh, the Jacksonville quarterbacks of all time. Only one of two quarterbacks get us the AFC championship game. He got signed by the Packers yesterday. I guess amidst all of the Aaron Rodgers, will he be there? Will he not be there? Uh, I guess he's like the backup to Jordan Love right now. But, man, I just love Bortles. I love when he's – I don't even think he'll probably play it. Like, he was on the Rams, and I think the most he did is he's, he was on the sideline and, like, a ball, you know, went out, out of the bounds and he caught it just on the sideline. I think that was, like, the most he did as a Ram. But that was just great. I, 
and he got COVID uh, with, with the Broncos last year. So he, did he really? Yeah, that was when they had to play that like undrafted wide receiver as quarterback. Oh yeah, because <laughs> all their quarterbacks had to be quarantined. So I love him just being a backup that does literally nothing, like just there to get a paycheck and throw it up and find whatever like the closest bar is. He's got. I a, think a, he'll look good in a Packers uniform. Oh man, green and gold out. Oh yeah. He's got a lot more years of being a backup ahead of, of Blake, I think. Um, oh, I, uh, speaking of the Packers, though, if uh, if they go ahead and trade Aaron Rodgers, you know what they would call their quarterback room? What? What's that? The love boat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Semicolon. Uh, do you guys think uh if Bortles does start a game do you think he could execute a lambo leap do you think he has it in him yeah oh yeah dude really that man's got yeah he's pretty yeah he's got time he kicked the the football out into the and he scored a touchdown he ran it in then he kicked the ball into the end zone or like up into the stands like he's got some athletic ability he's got i heard uh the jaguars are tried him out for tight end I was he should have, yeah. dude. He caught a ball on the sidelines last mm-hmm. year. That's more than I think he actually Tebow, started dude. his career as a tight end. Uh, rushers with like I think two hundred or two hundred and fifty attempts. Uh, he has the highest like you know rush rate per you know how many yards per attempt in NFL history right now. More than Michael Vick, awesome. more than Lamar Jackson. Or any quarterback, yeah. No, any player. Oh, any player. Well, any uh like like rush attempt, not like wide receiver catching That's... you know ten catches you know 10 uh, yards a catch but for any kind of rush attempt like obviously you know running backs are always like more like three or four because they get the ball a lot but like usually quarterbacks are higher because it's not as much you know scrambling but yeah Bortles more than any other quarterback in the history of the NFL and running back I'll root for Bortles I don't think he I think him and uh same stats next season although Bortles got may have a better shot at staying on a roster <laughs> we'll see I I want Rodgers to get traded so he has more of a chance to like play in a game for the Packers but I don't want him to get traded because it'll probably be to Denver who we play week two and we're about to get in the schedule stuff so that would uh would hurt our chances of winning that game so what do we guys should we jump into the the schedule let's jump should. in all right so I'm we're diving. gonna jump we're diving into the schedule it got released last night so they the NFL is geniuses at marketing like they literally turned the schedule released into an all-day thing. Like, they released the first game for everybody at, like, 8 a.m., but didn't release the rest until 8 p.m. But then, like, everyone on, is on Twitter, you know, finding out things and leaking stuff. So, like, the schedule came out about 4 o'clock for, like, on Twitter. But then, you know, they release it. But they're just geniuses. Like, literally, the, the, the schedule release gets higher ratings than, like, most other sports, like, biggest games. Yeah. I'll never get over stuff like that. I'll talk about every pod, every weird, you know, NFL offseason thing because the ratings are amazing. Yeah, I was watching it and because I got a reminder saying like, oh, it's good to release. And I was like, oh, yeah. Then I turned it on and then I was like, wait a second. I can just go and look at our schedule and then I don't have to watch this shit. It's really bad. Like the draft is fun to watch because, you know, it's like players getting drafted, their lives changing. Like this is like Kurt Warner and, you know, Rich Eisen talking about big matchups, which I find really boring. But... It's people are addicted to it. Uh, they're addicted to the NFL, but the the schedule release is never going to be a thing. Like, I mean, for the diehards, maybe, but um, give it a couple yeah. of years. Every net before, like, you know, no one did it. Now every network, ESPN, CBS, Fox, they all had like releases this morning 
or yesterday morning when they were like, it's everyone now. It's not just like, yeah, one. it'll turn into a three hour broadcast where they oh, announce yeah. it like week by week. Yeah. They'll release like the first four games and the next four games and yeah. make it a Thursday, Friday night kind of a thing. They should just have a mystery game. You don't know who you're playing. <laughs> yes. That'd be sweet. Ooh, one week at a time. Just like a, yeah. uh, like final game like of the season. You just, everyone pulls names out of a hat. I like mystery that. game mystery I week think they should do that i i totally see why they have like the you play the nfc west this year and the afc south next year and like i see why they have that for parody but i would really like like much more randomness in the schedule i think that's parody um, can i tell you my favorite factoid i learned about scheduling since yesterday uh yes uh so so the nfl well now there's 17 games it's the first year with 17 games uh, which is a total of 272 NFL regular season games, which is a lot of games. But then I saw some random thing about baseball. So just a very quick baseball aside. So baseball, you know, they play like every day. So they have 2,430-ish games a year. Between 1981 and 2004, this old married couple did the entire schedule for baseball, all 2,000 games. I thought that was like – the craziest thing like they tried to use a computer computers like you know there's so many like factors that go into stuff how like you know get, uh, the jacks can't play here because of florida georgia weekend you know so they have to play away so like they're like computers couldn't do it at the time because it was like too many specifics so this old ass like random married couple did baseball's schedule for 2000 games for like 30 years i thought that was how did they get crazy there were never games scheduled at the same time I understand. Apparently, they they would do it perfectly. I mean, I'm sure maybe they had some hiccups along the way, but they did for 30 years. So I'm guessing they were good at their jobs. Their name was like Henry and Holly. Was it because they were so old they didn't know how to use a computer? <laughs> uh, I spent like a minute reading about it. It seemed like they, you know, the baseball, like uh, MLB, like wanted to use a computer, but they were kind of just like, eh, we literally can do it better on our own. I don't need a computer. Just... We used to make schedules in the snow uphill. <laughs> that literally what it seemed like. It seemed like by 2004, like technology caught up and they're like, all right, we don't need y'all anymore. And or they died. Or they possibly died. But I just couldn't imagine like 272 games already sounds like a lot to do versus 2,400 something. I but... told myself I go to two games. any more than that is of not no i'm just kidding uh i respect (laughs) the people who go every week i'm not that person i gotta i mean my sunday ritual is more about the couch and fantasy football than it is about you know getting drunk enough to support the jaguars at (laughs) at a stadium full of drunk people Trimmer, how many tvs do you have in your bedroom for like fantasy and red zone and all that uh two um, I swore you had three. Embellish it a little bit for the listeners. Well, you got a computer too, so you really can oh, have okay. three as and well your as phone. your phone. Yeah, and a phone. Yeah. So I could have four screens of football going yeah. at once if necessary, but that does seem like a bit overkill. That's a lot. Or you could be like, wait, you have the, have two the projector screen behind you. Does that count? Uh, yeah, that's one of the screens. <laughs> Damn, that's pretty fancy. Oh, I forgot I bought a projector. Ooh. It doesn't work that great when it's light out, which is obviously when football, especially when Jags play. Jags don't play at night, so yeah, like my projector's not as useful as I want it to be. You just have to co- have the ability to cover that light. <laughs> I don't want to black. You can't my cover windows. the sun, dude. Yeah, dude. People that have blackout windows and like live in darkness in their house, no way, dude. I have. Look at it behind me. My my windows all nice and open. I love 
nice fresh sunlight coming in. It yeah, doesn't work well on you. screens, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. the worst possible spot. Yeah, well, this is where my couch is. So this is you get to see this nice shadowy figure <laughs> while you pod with me. All right, we got a lot of schedule. Let's let's stop messing around here. Uh, first time ever, it was 17 games. And, of course, it was inevitable. Khan took one to uh, back to London. Um, but we have nine home games this year, so now we end up with eight home games. So that's kind of nice. So I still hate – people I feel like are getting too used to London games. And I'm like, no, stop. It's, you shouldn't make that the norm. I don't care how long it's been going on. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to break this down. Uh, apparently, there's also going to be preseason this year because everything should be pretty much normal and open and back to normal and all that by September because uh, there was no preseason last year. But I don't know. We're not going to. Three preseason games this year, not four. Yeah, they really so should. That'll just, be interesting. I, I, I was a bigger fan of – there should have been two preseason games, and then the regular season should have had two buys to offset adding the extra game in. I feel like mm-hmm. that was much better. Like three preseason games just seems, I don't know, you, two. We need two. That's all you need. Three and four is overkill. But that's just how I. I yeah. Four was, was awful. I mean, anything's better now. So. <laughs> True. But after it gives not these, having It gives the Tebas of the world their shot, Sean. Exactly. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, he's got three chances. The Browns the same. He hasn't had ways. enough chances. <laughs> Urban's got just a few more left for him. All right, so let's hop into it, guys. 17-game schedule. It starts off September 12th at Houston. Just to remind everybody, the last time we started a season at Houston, we went to the AFC Championship game that year. So just throwing that out there. Uh, Deshaun Watson, who knows? He, there was more stuff about him today about how he's not settling yet or something. I don't know. I think he's definitely not playing. Looks like we're playing against Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I'm already – Spoiler alert, I'm already predicting 10 and 6. I know it's a 17-game schedule, but 10 and 6. I feel like everyone, like, every person that looks at their schedule says, like, 10 and 6. That looks about He's going right. 10 and 6 and 1. He's dropping a T. Yeah, what about the <laughs> 17th game there? Yeah, it's 10 and 6. That other game, we'll, yeah. we'll get to I was going to ask you before we started the if mystery you have game. us playing in our home playoff game because I know you're the optimist. So. Yeah, so I'm going with the 10, and I think it's 10 and 7 I got here. So I'm throwing <laughs> out my first first win against Texans because if we can't beat Tyrod Taylor or Davis Mills, the rookie, then I don't know what we're doing, man. That's – come on, Urban. I, uh, uh, I'm in agreement with you. I think that it better be a victory uh, if, if Deshaun Watson's not playing. We, we better win that game. I also kind of like the fact that Trevor's first game is going to be on the road so he can kind of get, like, the first game jitters out before he comes home to play in front of the home crowd because I think the home crowd energy will will him moving forward. But, uh, yeah, dude, if Deshaun Watson's not playing, we need to win this game, and uh, hopefully that is, like you said, the rebirth of the – not going to the AFC Championship game, but hopefully we can kind of get some of that juice back like the last time we opened there. I asked Texans fans on, on Reddit, like, what are y'all – like, what players do you have that are good? And, like, basically their answer was Brandon Cooks, Laramie Tunsil, and Shaq Lawson. And I was like, wow, that's – like, I know we were 1-15 last year, but it feels like we have players that are better than that. So. I give them two out of three on that one. <laughs> um, yeah. 
uh, I think Houston is going to be the worst team in the NFL, which is the only reason. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to be the pessimist here, most likely. And I think they do get a win um, be- only because the Texans are going to be fighting for the number one overall pick next year. <laughs> so we're going all W's? We got W's across the board. Yeah, W's across. No L's, no T's, just W's. All right, so then next week, heading into week two, it's our first home game. It's a 1 p.m. game. Our entire schedule, our entire home schedule is all 1 p.m. games, which, damn, that's a lot of 1 p.m. games. I feel like there's at least, you know, we have a Thursday night, but it's in Cincinnati. We don't have it here. And there's usually, I feel like, at least one West Coast team we play in Jacksonville. So, like, they put it at 4 o'clock for, like, the West Coast people. But, no, every game is at 1 o'clock. So, it's going to be very hot, very humid. But we have the Denver Broncos coming down from all the altitude, coming down to the heat. It's always a talking point how that's an advantage. Um, will they have Aaron Rodgers? Won't they have Aaron Rodgers? That seems to be the big debate because I guess it's like set in stone. If he does get traded, it's going to be Denver. So just everyone assumes that. But if they don't have him, it's Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, which are two pretty bad quarterbacks. So home opener – I got another W. I'm looking at my schedule. I looked pretty hard at it. I got another W, guys. If we can't beat Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, who, yes, Teddy Bridgewater did beat us like two years ago on the Saints with his gloved hands. But to be fair, Minshew only could score like three (laughs) points that game. So I think Trevor Lawrence can score more than three points. Uh, I I think he can score more than three points too, but – uh, I don't know about outscoring the Broncos, um, but I, I do think that their quarterback situation is iffy, like with those two. I'm, I'm not super confident in either one of those guys being like a long-term solution for them. My only thing is like this game, it is the home opener for Trevor. And if he is coming off the winning against the Texans, I think that'll help him out. It's a really good defense Denver has, like despite, you know, what's going on with the other side of the ball. Um, it certainly is a good defense. I I have this game as a win because I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that us having the home advantage and the, the Broncos having, like you said, Teddy Two Gloves and Drew Locke, bleh, we're going to win the game. The Broncos game is tough because um, what I've read, a lot of people actually sort of predict them to be like somewhat chasing a playoff spot. <laughs> I mean – I laugh. Uh, they're projected to go eight and nine, which is all, all these, all these projections are super weird. Cause the, I've, you know, the 17 game thing just, is just very weird to me. Um, so if they have Aaron Rodgers, this is a hundred percent a loss. And even if they don't have Aaron Rodgers, I th- think they're still going to lose. I'm going to give them the first loss at home uh, just because I need to be realistic. So I don't get hurt again. You don't think Tebow can beat his old team? We're being super optimistic about <laughs> all of it. Uh, I'm giving him a W. Uh, I mean, uh, an L on this one. Did you change your mind real quick? This man yeah. thinks Trevor Lawrence is going to get outdueled by Drew Locke. I think this team won five games last year at, without Von Miller. <laughs> and we won one, you know? So – just the law of averages. Okay, okay. I feel it. I feel it. All right, next we have another home game. So we have a little two-game home 
battlefield stretch. We have Arizona Cardinals coming in at another 1 p.m. game on Fox for those that uh, want to use this pod to uh, know the, the TV listings for their for the games this year. I have the I'm on CBS. What? No, that can't be right. <laughs> Check your facts. <laughs> no, and as, NFC is always the Fox games. Uh, it's at uh, our field. It is at our field. It's in TIAA Bank Field. We're going to be locking down the bank against Kyler Murray, who won Rookie of the Year over Gardner Minshew. It was kind of a hotly debated back in the day. Kind of seems like probably the right move now, considering where <laughs> yeah. Minshew might end up in the league and all that. Oh, how so. naive we all were. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm going with the first L of the season here for me. Um, I, I don't know. Any super fast quarterback that's really good at running around, I'm just going to always assume we're, we're going to lose to them until proven otherwise. So, Kyla Murray, he's going to dance all over us. He's going to shake him. Yeah, I, I was, I'm kind of worried about Kyla Murray also because I, I really do think he's a good quarterback. And I think, like, this year he's actually going to, like, come into form and, like, live up to that expectation. Uh, I, I kind of had, like, the thought that, DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt, like, know us as a team. But I still think that this team is so much different than our other teams. But that being said, I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think that with those players that Arizona has, like Kyler and D-Hop, I, I just don't think we can outscore them. And J.J. Watt have, is so washed. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to be a difference maker in the game. I'm just saying he knows our team. You know, he's played against us for his entire career twice a year. Um, But I I don't think we can outscore the Cardinals. I think they have more weapons, and uh, I have us with our first loss of the season. Um, Yeah. No, this is a loss. I mean, come (laughs) on. (laughs) Uh, I think Kyler – I agree with Patrick. Kyler's my prediction to who makes the leap you know, that third year sort of into superstardom kind of quarterback, like, uh, well, or even Lamar or Mahomes, like, I think he's going to be that good uh, this season. Plus their team, like JJ Watt, if he's your second best pass rusher, which he will be, and they have Chandler Jones too. Like they're going to be nasty, I think. Um, so yeah, this is a definite L for the Jaguars. Uh, I have them being one and two, um, not doing great at home. But uh, we'll you see remember, how it goes. Y'all remember the last time we played the Cardinals? You remember who the quarterback was that we lost to? Uh, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Now they upgraded to Kyler Murray. Come on, that's not fair. Jeez, that's I do fair. remember uh, Calais Campbell getting a scoop and score in that game. That was pretty cool against Man, his old team. Yeah, that was like – I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely winning this game now. That was like the momentum we needed, and then we lost to playing Gabbard. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. I might black that out, I think. Uh, Sean, you, you had them beating the Cardinals? No, no, no. That's our first L. We're 2-1 and one right now in my, in my world. My ten, you and Patrick ten have the world. same record thus far. I, I think I'm being pretty, like, in my opinion, I went through these not trying to be an optimist. I think I went through being pretty realistic, and I was surprised with my final record. Like, I surprised myself because I didn't even add it up till we were finished. But week so, four against the Bengals, what do you guys think? Uh, I got stat line. I got Tebow at four touchdowns so far at this point in the season. Uh, uh, 
It's, uh, it's our one and only night game. We got a Thursday night game up in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's knee has a scar that's like you can, it's like 10 inches long on his leg. This boy yeah. might be like all that healthy still. And their offensive line still sucks. They didn't get any offensive line help for him. So, yeah. You know, we got Battle of First Rounders. It's a Trevor Lawrence revenge game because this was his first ever loss in college football was to Joe Burrow. It was like his biggest ass whooping he ever got. Trevor's going to be ready. Locked in under the lights that he's used to. I like, I like, where, I like where we're going with this. I got, a, I got a big dub. Dub house. Dub house. <laughs> uh, I'll, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in. Uh, <laughs> I also think they're going to get a win. This is a Thursday night game at home. No, it's in Cincinnati. Either way, national television game. And I agree that, I mean, I have the the same scar. I mean, it's probably as Burrow. I mean, if you had an ACL, they don't look great, you know, (laughs) they're cutting into your knee. But what I do know uh, is that Joe Burrow is a far superior athlete than I am, which would mean the recovery time is probably, you know, two to three times better. But that's still like a two-year thing until you feel normal again. Also, I agree – I can't name a single person they signed in the offseason to make them better on the Bengals. I don't even remember who they picked. I thought they got Jamar Chase. That's, he'll be a good receiver, but not right away. This is a winnable game for the Jags. Though I thought last year was going to be a winnable game against them, and Joe Mixon scored like five touchdowns on us. Yeah, didn't we play them week four last year? I think so, four or five. I think we did, and they we got our completely asses. blew us out. Yeah, yeah, that was in Cincinnati. In the third too, quarter, but... the first half it was close, and then Joe Mixon scored four touchdowns in the third quarter. That was quarter. bittersweet yeah. for me because I had Mixon in fantasy, and I was like, well, at this point, I was just keep running, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Put me out I, of uh, I see it as a revenge game, too, for – not only Trevor Lawrence against Joe Burrow, but also Travis. How do we say his last name? Uh, Shimmer said it right the last time. Etienne. 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 Anyway, I think Trevor and Travis are both out to get Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, who was also playing in that game that they beat them in. Um, I think that they didn't sign – the Bengals didn't sign anyone to really help them out this offseason, but – I think this is going to be a high-scoring game for some reason, but I think that the Bengals' defense is still bad, and I think ours will be better. Therefore, we win the game. I think we're all in unison on that one. Hey! Throwing the dubs around. All Ws. No Ls, no Ts. Moving in to week six, our London game. Going across the pond. Are we skipping uh, week five against the Titans? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Week five, we play Tennessee Titans. I mean, that's a loss. Come on. I don't – that's all I, yeah. I skipped over it because that's just – that's a loss. That was the one you left off your predictions to make us 10 and 6. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it uh, – no, oh, it's a home I, I game also, too. Yeah, even despite the home game coming off against the win, uh, the Thursday night win, I still think it's going to be a loss. Uh, oh, I don't think they like, have an answer for Derrick Henry. It's right next to my birthday too. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be a loss. The Jags always will disappoint me for my birthday, so. Are you ready for this? I think. Oh, no. Jaguars. Oh. Are going to have a long week. Do it to them. A longer week than the Titans. So, 
And there's one thing Urban can do, and that's game plan. Urban's going to know the history between the Titans and the Jacks and how many games they've won. And he is going to get his first victory over Vrabel and the Titans at home. Wow. Week five. I'll say, yeah, wow. if there's one thing Urban's known for, it's, like, always great against his, you know, his big rivals. So, damn, how do I switch my L to a W on my thing? Already, <laughs> it's too I late. I screenshotted it. I can't it's too it. late. No. All right. I just looked up. We haven't beat the Titans. Well, we beat them once since, 20, since the 2017 season. Yeah. We had, like, a 10-year stretch where we would, you know, split the year with them. And yeah. then I feel like I keep thinking that's true, but then you're like, wait, no. They kind of have completely dominated us for like three or four years now. Yeah, we had an eight-season stretch where we split it, and then since 2017, we've only beat them once. That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, I think that's when they got Derrick Henry. So. Yeah, that's, that's been the difference. <laughs> yeah. Fucking running backs are never like the best two years in a row. This guy needs to slow. He grew up around here. I don't get why we didn't get him. He's the man. I know about him. Was this the draft that we took TJ Yeldon in the second round instead? Like, what were we doing? Come on, guys. The year before we took, uh, I don't know, Fournette, I want to say. It doesn't The year before. We made the wrong choice every time. Not this time. Not this time. We got new people in charge. (laughs) <laughs> Who would have thought? It's all, all about right. Trevor. Now can I talk about the Miami Dolphins? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So after we lose or win against our division rival, Tennessee Titans, we're moving over to London. Not moving, just for one game. Uh, don't spark up the rumors on that. We got our 9.30 a.m. game, which as much as I hate the London shit, I truly, truly hate it. I do love football games at 9 30 it is oh i love it dope dude. as hell breakfast i sit on my couch yeah my wife just like comes in on her pjs and we just chill and like i don't you know it is like, nice it's nice to sit and watch it by yourself i'm not they I should really play the london party. game on christmas morning oh, that would that be would the be... smartest move and uh, then people would wake up and watch that game like that'd be awesome. free for you nfl <laughs> play it on christmas morning and all the children will watch. There has to be someone listening that knows someone that knows someone that works for the NFL. I need it. I have. Oh, all we want is a sponsorship. The game on one TV. <laughs> have the Santa Claus on my projector. Uh, it'd be yeah. beautiful. But unfortunately, it's October seventeenth. So I don't know what the weather there's like. I'm guessing it'll be kind of chilly and kind of rainy. That's what yeah, I. Yeah, I'm gonna say rainy uh, and foggy. A little foggy. But it's the Miami Dolphins, which. Like, oh, a team that's only a couple hours away from us, let's send both of them over to London. Like, I don't know. That just seems like such dumb scheduling to me. Like, hey, they're super close. That's a nice short travel. Like, you know. They can share a plane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, really. They fucking might. Super efficient that way. But it is is Tua, who had a pretty lackluster season one. He got benched twice. Uh, which doesn't happen a lot. Usually, usually get kind of just benched one time. But their defense is pretty good. They drafted – who got – did they get Jalen Waddle? No, they got Devontae Smith. Which one no, did they got? they got Waddle. They got they Waddle. Waddle. Mm-hmm. Who I He's still stand like, by the London Waddle. his firstborn son, Whittle. I mean, <laughs> I, forgot, 
I mean, it's no, got that's me. that's Devonte Smith. He's just a, a whittle little guy. <laughs> but whittle waddle, Sean. <laughs> whittle waddle. The London waddles sound like a team to me. Just throwing that They'll out there. Probably smoke us and not anyone else. Is my <laughs> is my prediction. Waddle has one huge game, and it's against C.J. Henderson. That's <laughs> probably. That's what I think happens. Obviously, there was no London last year because of COVID, but the year before that was when everyone was, like, you know, super high on the Minshew Maniac train, and that was, like, his game to prove the doubters and, like, keep the starting job, and then we lost, like, 30-3, to and he looked so bad. So that that put a really bad London taste in my mouth. Having said that, I think we're going to beat Tua because I need my 10-6 and record here. So uh, I I I got another dub city here for us against the London Waddles. Uh, I envision this going, uh, coming off the loss to the Titans that I have and going into the bye week. I think this is when Urban's like blood pressure starts getting up because he just lost against a division rival. He's got to go all the way across to fucking London. They're going into the bye week. He's just (laughs) not happy with the way the team is playing. I think that he gets our guys up and ready to play this game. I think we romp the Dolphins overseas. Uh, for some reason, I just see it happening. Uh, I'm going to call it 40 to 17 right now. Holy shit. Win, Jaguar. Wow. Yeah. That's a, your confidence has nearly won me over. Um, you know, yeah. I, ju- I made this pick and I didn't even realize. Like, I was like, oh, the Dolphins were good last year. I think they have a, a good coach. Dolphins are projected to be 10 and 7, by the way, this year. Um, and we are not. uh but i forgot when i made the pick like all they have at quarterback is tua now like no and fitz magic is gone and honestly part of the reason i think they were like as good as they were was him you know like they knew they had him so everybody was pretty confident um i still think we lose (laughs) Um, i mean i gotta be realistic I just gave him the win against, you know, the Titans. So, uh, I'm, I think we lose this one. That's fair. That's fair. I'll take it. I'll take it. Week seven, bye week. My prediction is that's when we get Chark, his extension. So, then everyone on the old internet can be like, Jags win the bye week, Chark extension. Any bold predictions? We're getting into uh, the bold predictions for the bye week already. Hell yeah! Uh, no, you don't. You can stew it over. You don't. You don't have to come up with that. I think we hire Tebow on to the coaching staff. Ooh, he he transfers over. Yeah, from the um, and we still get killed for it. We we sign Bortles as a tight end during the bye. I <laughs> wish by the Packers. Bro, bring, bring the back, boat back. Bring them all back. I would love it. I love it. All right. Uh, week eight is Halloween. It's at Seattle. Oh, nice. It's a 405 game because of the West Coast. Um, <laughs> our players basically have to travel for like every holiday for this season. So that kind of sucks for them personally. Uh, but for me, that's kind of fun. Watch like, I don't know. I don't have kids yet. So I don't do, I don't have much else to do on Halloween. So I feel like that'll be kind of fun. Just like, I don't know. I'm sure the gra- the end the, the graphics I'm sure will be really fun. I love a good like holiday CBS football graphics package that they come up with. But I mean we're definitely going to lose that game. Uh we have like a lot of things, you know, going against us. The fact that they're a good team, the fact that it's the West Coast. 
I'm coming off of a win versus the Dolphins, and I guess we have the bye week going for us to rest. But I mean, it's Russell Wilson. We're probably not going to beat him. Yeah. They're all all agreed. <laughs> <laughs> all agreed. Although, the L's. I do think, like I, I hope, think it's gonna that's gonna happen a lot coming up here. But sorry, go so ahead. The, the Seahawks had three draft picks, unless I'm mistaken. They might have had four, but that essentially just means they're the same team as last year, and they were a pretty good team last year. But I hope Brian Schottheimer calls a good game because that would be cool. But I, I still don't see us winning. So yeah, not gonna happen. I am looking forward to just like the um, the shots of the players walking into the facility in, in costume. I feel like they all have to do that, right? Ooh, I That's going to be played so much. Whoever, and What's they should give an award. Be? Trevor will probably be Spicoli. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if only one Jag player dressed up for the game, like getting on the airplane, uh, like who would be the player that you think would – be the person to dress up. Eba. LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> I could see Chenault. I feel like he would dress up as one a... player? Chenault would dress up like as like a robot, I feel. Um who's the most charismatic player on the team? Yeah, Gardner? I think. <laughs> Is he still if Trevor I feel like if Trevor does it, everyone else will do it too. I mean yes, they I don't all think have to know I don't who's think top that's dog Trevor. already. No, I think they'll all like him. I you feel know? like Trevor's gonna get Happy Gilmore, where all the players are going to be like, uh, I'm sorry, Tebow, they're going to be like, hey, man, we're going to dress up for Halloween when we get on the plane. You should totally do it. And Tebow's <laughs> like, all right. And he picks out like a costume to try to impress everyone. And he's the only one in costume. Wow, guys, great idea. Good bonding yeah. session. I'm oh, totally cool. for that. Yeah. Oh. He would have spawned completely differently, though. He goes home and he's like, the guys invited me to dress up for Halloween. I can't believe it. <laughs> Turn the sprinklers on him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Good one, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you really got me. Uh, I All think right. he would be good for morale. It's good to have the guy that everybody shits on. You know? I yeah, he's there to see the punching yeah. bag. I hope it's Taven. I don't think Taven <laughs> makes it out of training camp. No, what? They have to pay him. I think. Yeah, we have like, a lot of money. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's like we we signed Bortles to like twenty million dollars and then cut his ass and still had to pay him. That's different. That's like um, we're moving in a new direction. This is a fucking defensive tackle, you know, that you're already paying $5 million or something. So might as well just see if he's got anything. <laughs> Haven, Haven, I feel like it's being begged to be cut. He's like, please let me just go back home to Wyoming and play my video games. Like, I, come on, guys. Like, why am I here? That was um, the one time we didn't pick in the top 10 in the last 14 years. <laughs> hey, it all led to Trevor. So it's all right. A lot of pain. Oh, by the way, you remember a, a long time ago, I told you that on Wikipedia, there was the Tom Coughlin era and then the um, uh, Jack Del Rio era and then the era of struggles. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. We are officially in the Urban Meyer era on <laughs> Wikipedia, which means the era of struggles is over. You did it. I like it. Thanks, Wikipedia. We finally got out of there. It's official. Irv Meyer era. Damn. There could be another era of struggles. <laughs> the part <laughs> two. The era of struggles. Our all, our all struggles. <laughs> it's, all right. it's a tongue twister. We're moving on. Week nine, back at home after being away for three weeks. 
We got the Buffalo Bills on deck. They just Bells? came off Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I got double L's. We're That's losing to the L Buffalo Bills. We don't really need to yeah. cover this. They have a better team than us. Um, yeah, they're probably going to romp us. I don't think again. I still don't quite believe in Josh Allen, uh, but if he does it again, I will. You know, I think they just have a really good team around him and a good coach and GM. Yeah. Their GM drafted like two de- like defensive ends that I both think are going to be nasty. That they got Russo and this that Boogie Basham that you're talking about. Boogie, Boogie. Yeah. So I think the Bills' defense is going to be uh, one of the best, and that's a definite L's all around. Their uh, fifth-round pick signed his rookie contract today. I think it's a lineman, maybe. I'm not sure. But either way, he signed his contract in a full, like, full football uniform, helmet and everything. I was like, <laughs> damn. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, I like this guy already. That's so awesome. They got some, like, cornbread dudes up there, just some, like, rough and tough guys. Week 10, uh, we're going to Indianapolis, going up to the Colts against Carson Wentz. May or may not still be starting at that point. I'm on record for thinking that I think Carson Wentz is going to super shit the bed. I think he sucks and is going to continue to suck. So I think we are going to beat him. I don't know if he'll be the starter at that point. Uh, He'll be the starter. Um, The Colts have it where, you know, if he sits enough, they only have to give up a second-round pick versus a first-round pick. So they're pretty shitty at this point in the year. They might I'm going to be quick about this one. Um, the He's going to give them like somewhat equivalent to whatever Phillip Rivers had in the tank last year. And they have a great team outside of um, the quarterback. So like, I think as long as he doesn't fuck up, they're going to be, have a better record most likely than us. So this is a loss, loss for the Jags. Yeah, I have, uh, I think we're going to be – this is going to be, like, pretty much our midseason now that there's more weeks. And uh, I think that we're going to be, like, well-rounded as a team at this point, but I still don't think we're on the same level as the Colts are right now, regardless of how good Carson Wentz is going to be. But I think experience is going to make the difference. And I think Frank Reich, Carson Wentz have the experience together. They both have more experience as pros than Urban Meyer and, and uh, Trevor. So I, I just think we're going to lose the game. Despite it being a close game, I think we're going to lose. Okay. Wow. Okay. You know that that is the first time that you and Sean have disagreed <laughs> on a pick oh, so wow. far in the season. Good. I thought it was cheating off my answers. <laughs> I didn't do it on his own. Let's uh <laughs> let's move through some of these a little quicker. I feel like we were um speed round. Yeah. Speed round. <laughs> All right. Week 11, 49ers at home. Jimmy G definitely going to be either benched or injured by then because that's what he does so we can we beat trey lance yes or no gentlemen i have us beating trey lance i think the team will be impressive but i think at this point in the season trevor will have more starts and that gives us the advantage also they're coming all the way from the west coast to here so bleh. trey lance has played one football game in like two years um true they'll be playing against jimmy garoppolo at this time <laughs> And they will lose the game because I think they intend to play him the whole season, just like they did with Alex Smith and Mahomes on the Chiefs. So uh, they know that that Trey Lance isn't ready and he needs some seasoning. But this is a loss because they'll 
they'll have a much better defense. You have more faith in Jimmy G's bones and tendons than I do. Uh, He's like 24 and eight as a starter. (laughs) Out of like eight seasons because he's always injured, though. I'm going W on it. Week 12, this is our like extra game with the 17-game schedule. They added like a random NFC team to your schedule. So ours this year is the Atlanta Falcons, and it's a home game. Last couple days of uh, November, November 28th. I think, is that usually like Thanksgiving-ish? Um, something like that. So it's kind of the Thanksgiving weekend, possibly. I don't know when Thanksgiving is. It's a 1 p.m. game. Sounds right-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, our, our mothers will tell us. <laughs> 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 They'll give us a reminder. Uh, Very true. But Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and Kyle Pitts. That's uh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going win. Wow, <laughs> it sounded like I was going double L there, but uh, ball. <laughs> you surprised yourself there. That was yes. different. Now I'm just not even being realistic, but uh, damn it, the the ten and six marches on. So, I mean, that home crowd, it's gonna make the difference. Yeah, I mean, it is a home game. I, I think at this point, the Falcons. In their division, I think that they're going to be fighting for the division with the Buccaneers. I don't think the Saints are going to be any good, nor are the Panthers. But I think that this game, the Falcons have a terrible defense. So I think whoever has the ball last is going to win. But if it's a coin flip, I'm going to the veteran quarterback. So I'm going to give us a loss. Matty Ice, what do you think, Shimmer? Um, Who's the Falcons coach? Arthur Arthur Smith. Smith. Who looks like the fucking biggest dingus on the planet. That was the Tennessee Titans coordinator? Yeah, that's why. There you go. That was my reasoning. Uh, we're going to win because oh, that I guy even... looks like he would get bullied hard by Urban Meyer. I just don't think, uh, uh, oh, I should give the ball to Derrick Henry. It makes me uh, worthy of being a head coach. I mean, what else did that guy do? Yeah. <laughs> he got to Atlanta uh, and he was like, fuck, I don't have Derrick Henry. Like, he got oh, he's our best Smith. player. We should just run him up the middle. <laughs> Um, he got uh he got johnny smith uh one of the highest tight end free agent contracts and now he's got kyle pitts so uh maybe you could argue he did more with less but um i think they lose just because yeah keeping up with julio calvin and kyle pitts and say what you want but uh matt ryan's still like a top half uh quarterback so this is a loss for the jags unfortunately i gotta be i gotta keep it down you know all right i'll give you guys a quick quick stat uh, I went through and saw everyone's projected like win-loss records. We play a team that's projected to have a winning season nine out of uh, 17 games, and then three additional teams that are projected to be eight and nine. So 12 don't know what out of our 15 about. are playoff contenders. Or uh, 12 out of 17. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, that sounds right. That sounds like a good opportunity to, to steal someone's lunch. Patrick, you had a loss? I had a loss. Yeah, we're not going to win that game. All right, Patrick is finally diverging from uh, (laughs) the sheer optimism of Sean. (laughs) All right, week 13, we're going out to L.A., which I guess I'm guessing is the first time the Jags have ever played in L.A. before. We're playing in the brand-new SoFi Stadium. Yeah, we're playing against Jalen Ramsey. Um, All I can say, Trevor Lawrence, ball in the end zone. Over Jalen's head, Tebow catches it, scores the touchdown. Jags lose probably like <laughs> thirty to 
to 10 or something, uh, the Rams are probably going to win this one. Their defense is really good. There you go. <laughs> I, I mean, the West Coast is a bad omen for us. We know that. I think the Rams are going to be a better team with Matthew Stafford. Uh, I don't mind the Jalen Ramsey factor. Like, I think a cornerback can make game-changing plays, but I don't think he can, like, wreck the game. But who can wreck the game is Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. He's going to be too much for Trevor and our offensive line. Uh, we're going to lose. Yeah, Aaron Donald. <laughs> That's all I need to say. In the, and, the and words of Stanley, enough said. traveling to California. When has the Jaguars ever done that well? Never. Never, ever. Well, after that, we get to travel to Tennessee for a rematch. I'm coming off of a, uh, a loss earlier in the season. And until they prove me wrong, I'm going with another loss. We do not beat the Titans until they – this is where that, like, I put out that juju into the universe. Like, prove me wrong, guys. Yeah, this is late season Derrick Henry when he starts to just absolutely wreck people, and I'm not confident we're going to lose again. He's eating people's souls. Yum, yum, yum. It's going to be It's going to be tough. That's, I gave him the first W uh, against the Titans, but they're going to lose this one. Especially in the cold up in Tennessee. But then, week 15, we get to come home. Another divisional game. We have the Texans, who who knows what quarterback they'll be on at that time. Like, Tyrod Taylor also, I feel, has a bit of an injury history. And they have the Davis Mills guy that they drafted. They had another quarterback that they signed in free. Or they traded for, like, Ryan Finley. Who mm. I don't know who that is. It sounds like he was on the Packers. Sounds like that Matt Flynn. He was guy. on the Bengals. The Bengals. That guy yeah. just sounds like he can't be good. So if they're going to be the worst team in the league, hopefully we'll beat them twice. So I'm going with a sweep of the Texans, which again hasn't happened since 2017. Hmm. Yeah, the Texans are still bad. If anything, at this point this season, they're going to be worse. Uh, yeah, that, this that's is the be give a up win for us. Yeah. This is like the give up on the season type of the year for them. If yeah, at that point in shambles. Yeah, the Texans are the only reason the Jaguars are <laughs> going to come in third in the AFC <laughs> South. So, <laughs> no, this is another win. They're going to sweep the Texans, and Texans are going to go be the first team to go one in sixteen. Wow, <laughs> we got some some hot takes going on here for everybody tonight. Shimmer is predicting one in sixteen. Week 16, speaking of 16s, uh, it's a day after Christmas. So, like I was saying, our, our guys got to travel a lot. On Christmas Day, they have to leave their families and get on a plane, sadly. But we millionaires. Fly, I know, but still sad. Kids and all that. Uh, they fly up to the Jets. So, we're going to have a, it's a, a – right now, it's a 1 p.m. game. I feel like, you know, if, if there were to be a game that they flex because they like, made it easier to flex stuff this year, um, they, like, loosened the rules and restrictions – if us and the Jets are doing pretty well, like I was, this is like the one game. I didn't think we were going to get more than one primetime game because we're the Jags and we don't make the NFL money. Uh, but like if they were to throw us a bone and give us a Monday night game, I thought it would have been this one because of, you know, Trevor versus Zach Wilson, but nope, it's 1 PM. But I feel like this, if we somehow lucked out to get a game flexed to the primetime spot, it would be this game. If we're both doing pretty well by the end of the year and there's not better matchups, but it's got, it's got potential. You know, it's good storyline. And I think we're going to win. Zach Wilson, I hate. He's, he looks like a bitch. <laughs> His mom is a crazy 
Hey, they'll talk about the man's mom. Oh, dude, <laughs> she's a psychopath on on uh, Instagram. All right. Well, we're gonna. Uh, we're, I'm gonna need to dive into that and see. <laughs> Lengthy weirdo rants. And find some stuff for the pod next week. Um, no, I can't. The we can't lose to Zach Wilson. Second, he's twelve. <laughs> he looks twelve. Come on. I, I mean, so. Zach Wilson looks to me like Kyler, but without the athleticism. Like I can see that he can throw it, but he can't run the same way and avoid contact like Kyler. You know, I, maybe he's good. I do this every year. I just I don't see it. Jags win. <laughs> yeah. Sean, you actually stole my question from the three questions as far as which game will be flexed to primetime. So I just changed it. But in regards to this game, the day after Christmas, dude, our guys are feeling good. Uh, I think that we're going to go into New York, kind of keep it close with Zach Wilson. I mean, they're both going to be rookie quarterbacks with a new team, both of us kind of figuring our thing out. But I think uh, I'm just envisioning Jags win in the snow. That'd be beautiful. I would. Uh, that would be beautiful. You painted a, a lovely picture. Yeah. <laughs> Snow and Trevor's hair. Just oh, oh my god. Frozen locks. All right, so we're all going W there. <laughs> the frozen locks game. Frozen locks. Mm-hmm. All right, week seventeen, which would normally bend the end, but of the regular season, but not anymore. We're uh, on the road again basically pretty darn close to where we just were. Now we're in New England facing on the Patriots, who I got to assume is Mac Jones time by then. I feel like Cam Newton's definitely getting benched at some point. I always, if you're some old ass quarterback that hasn't done a lot lately, I'm assuming you're getting uh, benched at some point for, you know, a younger quarterback. So it's going to be us versus the local boy, Mac Jones. And it's Bill Belichick. So I think yeah, we're losing. I, that man's got our number. Even without Tom Brady, I, I don't see it happening. So, a little, uh, little losing action. I know, like, Bill Belichick and Urban are, like, uh, close coach friends. And this one is going to be, like, uh, a welcome welcome to the NFL by Bill. You know? Like, yeah, uh, he's going to eh? take this one personally. Like, I feel like that locker room is terrified to lose this game to Urban Meyer. So, I'm going to say the, the Patriots – Whoever is playing quarterback, they're going to beat us. Yeah, I think another cold-weather game, probably even colder than New York up in New England against the greatest coach of all time. And you're either going to have Trevor against Mac Jones or Cam Newton. Uh, Later in the year, last year, the Patriots were completely falling apart. They were getting destroyed by teams. Um, That being said – I'm not confident in Cam Newton. I'm not confident in Mac Jones. Fuck. I think that Urban oh. shows his ass against Bill Belichick. Beats them up in New England in a huge, <laughs> huge upset. Bill Belichick contemplates retirement. Ooh, help oh. my ass taste, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I hope so. Upset. Wow. We're going to be, like, down at halftime, and then Tebow's going to give, like, a passionate, like, we only have 30 minutes to live kind of speech, and then we're going to come out and win. Right, Patrick? No? Yeah, sure. It's 30 minutes for the rest of our lives. <laughs> for the rest of our lives. 30 minutes for the rest of our lives. And then closing up the schedule, 17th game of the year, first time ever, back at home, 
ending the season on a high note. Hopefully we'll be going into the playoffs the next week, but uh, we got to end strong against the Colts. Uh, we already know how I feel about Carson Wentz. Who even knows what quarterback we might be playing at this point? I mean, if Trevor is who we think he is and Urban can be a good coach by the last game of the year, like that's a good, you know, that's, that's a good amount of months to get the rapport building up. Like I got a big W we're going out in style. We're going out in style. I like it. Trevor is who we think he is and they are who we thought they were. And we let him off the hook. What? I'm getting real confused. (laughs) Uh, don't remember that that's <laughs> danny thompson on oh the yeah Cardinals. of course they are who we thought they were sean we thought we were yeah this is a loss just, no. just kidding i have well, us maybe taking out like... the colts last game of the season i um i think they split the series with the Colts. i think All they right. i actually have them going like four and two in the division we're losing most every other game <laughs> <laughs> only way we <laughs> lose is if we're benching our starters if we're getting ready for the playoffs. I, I mean, I don't see it that way, but <laughs> I, I think that it, it's, it's the season closer. It's a closer at home. I think that Urban is not going to be happy ending with a losing record, and I think that the team really shows up and lives up to that and closes us out at home with a bang, giving us some hope in the next year. Uh, and on top of that, we're going to keep the Colts out of the playoffs. Uh, so a W for us. I'm going in with a final of 10 and 7. I have 9 and 8, surprisingly. I have two three-game losing streaks, and I still have a 9 and 8. And I thought I was being realistic. So that's what I'm going with. No ties? No ties. All right, no No ties. ties. What about you, Uh, Summer? What are you ending up with? I have them going 6 and 11. Ooh. Wow. This season – which is six times the amount of wins that we had. And I think a reasonable uh, guess for the Jaguars this season. They have a tough schedule. Also, Urban's going to be learning on the job with a rookie quarterback. Like, let's keep expectations at a realistic level. Also, you can't get hurt that way. <laughs> I think my expectations are realistic. Like, honestly, I went through game by game and put what I thought. And I didn't even add it up till the end. And I was like, oh, I'm maybe going to have like seven wins. I have nine wins on here. Granted, I have an upset that I really don't think is going to happen, but I would like to see happen. But so you I both think they're going to be either. fighting for a playoff spot? No. Hey, I think we're going to be nine and eight. Nine and eight might get you into the playoffs. Expanded. Eight nine so. might get you in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think in the AFC, dude. There's a lot of good teams. Yeah. To be fair, the Dolphins going to be a ten and six last year. Missed it with the three spots. Exactly. There's going to be Which a shitty crazy. division, and it very well could be ours. There's I'm always right. a shitty division, right? The Colts, last I year think... is the NFC East. I don't think it'll be that this year. Some team once. I don't know which one it'll be. And you know what? I say we kick it off because that's going to lead me to my question I just thought of. Let's get into three questions. Three questions. <laughs> three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. All right, well then, you sound ready for us, Shimmer. What do you got for us? Tell me the division. That's going to be the worst in the NFL next season. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Well, 
Definitely not the AFC West because Mahomes and Herbert. Um, I'm going to say, Sean, you got something? I got some. I'm brewing. I'm stewing over here. If, uh, if Rodgers isn't around, I'm going to say the NFC North. Not horrible. Lions could be a, a top or like a bottom five team. The Vikings, I feel like, aren't that great with Kirk Cousins. AJ yeah. Dalton starting the year for the Bears. Yeah, that's if if Rodgers is gone, that isn't a horrible guess. Rodgers is gone. It, I yeah. It, so I, mean, I, think I feel like you're underestimating be... the boat. Yeah, well, <laughs> that'll lead into my question. So okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, worst division. Besides, I mean, it might honestly be us if, like, Carson Wentz is pretty bad. And the Texans are absolutely horrible, and we're just you know, kind you know, take out my optimistic optimistic ten and seven. If we're you know are just kind of like you know rebuilding like five and eleven or whatever, uh, or five and twelve now. Yeah, that's hard to remember. Uh, it, it might be us, to be honest. So yeah, it could be. I think it, yeah. I mean, I think honestly, it's there's four that could be bad. The rest can't. It's the AFC South, the NFC East again. But part of me thinks that's just like they'll all be you know, eight and eight, nine and nine, but, um, or whatever, nine and seven, uh, whatever the new amount of points. It's too hard to remember. Fuck. Um, I agree though. If they take Aaron Rodgers out of that division, it suddenly becomes a lot worse. Same thing with, uh, the, the Buccaneers, you take away Tom Brady and none of those teams are that scary. So right. true. Who knows? I, might, I might switch my answer over to NFC South. I'm, I'm bet. South. Well, yeah, they could have Super Bowl fatigue. Maybe Tom Brady won't, but the rest of those guys might. But even uh, having one good team, if the other three teams are all pretty bad, I feel like that overall takes the whole division down, you know, a good notch or two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Who's next? All right. Patrick, I mean, you, you got something Bortles related, it sounds like. Yeah. You stole mine, and I thought it was a pretty good question. It, it was, which game do you think will be flexing the prime time? But we're going to leave that behind us. So I just made this one up on the spot. You guys ready? I'm ready. Who will have more starts in the 2021 NFL season? The boat, Blake Bortles, Robbie Bortles? Robbie Bortles. Or Timothy Tebow? At their respective positions. At, the at their respective end. positions. Starts in general. Who cares? Um, like, I mean, it's a little hard because, you know, quarterback, you're either the starter or not. Whereas, like, Tebow, theoretically, if he makes a team, might not be the starter, like, on the stat sheet, but he still might get in on, you know, 15 plays a game or something. But that's not technically starting. But... Right. I'm also predicting some weird ass Jag shit. So I'm going to say Tebow ends up starting like three games for us this year through injuries or something like James O'Shaughnessy gets injured. Uh, and, and I think Blake is destined to never actually play in another football game. Just kind of be there <laughs> as like the backup cheerleader guy. So I don't think he's actually going to start any games. I think wow. this, this I don't think, a, yeah, this I don't think Rogers is question. going anywhere. This is an impossible question because uh, they'll both have zero starts. Like, <laughs> the question is, more, who will have more, more plays? Likely. 
Who will have more times on field? Yeah, who gets, who gets their foot on the field more? And it'll who will stay on a rock? It will either have more than uh, I have fingers is the question. More <laughs> plays. Uh, I don't. I think if Bortles plays, it's because two quarterbacks got hurt in one game. You know, <laughs> that's the only way. I think he's a third string quarterback from here on out, which is fine. That's mil- that's like a, a million dollars to do nothing. It's great. Good. The question is not will they, it's which is more likely. I mean, you gotta pick Bortles. Bortles, because Tebow's not even on a roster right now. <laughs> you gotta have that's faith. the right answer, then. Gotta then have that's the right answer. Don't overthink it. All right. All big boy. All right, my question is as follows. Uh, if so, like, you know, we, this is only our second year of, of potting, so we've covered the 2020 season, now the 2021 season. What's one thing from like the olden days of Jags, like a coach or a player or a event, a game, like what's something from the past that you wish was like happening to us currently and that we got to talk about on the pod more? That we got to talk about on the pod? Yeah. What's something like, I don't know if you were a diehard David Garrard fan, maybe Uh, he was still on the team, like he was playing currently. So we got to talk about him on the pod. I want, I want, uh, I wish we had the pod when John Henderson was getting slapped in the face before football <laughs> games. That I don't know why that endeared me <laughs> to me. I was like, this guy, what is the guy's gonna leave everything? Else. He wants to get hurt before the game. And I uh, also loved how he picked like the tiniest little intern to do it <laughs> to him too. It was, and they would play it, and the fans would would get so hyped when John Henderson got slapped in the face on the jumbotron. I would have used that audio like as the beginning for the uh, the pod. Like, what was their song too? That defense had a song that they. Yeah, we had a great song back in the day. I was kind of thinking that that's not something we would talk about on the pod, but I wish they would bring that back. It was Killer Mike. Oh, all right, Uh, unanswered. Unanswered. I'll find it. (laughs) Next week, unanswered unanswered questions. questions. All right, what do you got, Patrick? I mean, I wish we could talk about us being a playoff contender. That would be nice, but also good answer. Uh, I would like to be able to talk about Saxonville and like actually do it with pride and not like irony. So, man, I'll say bring back Saxonville. Like the 2017 game against Roethlisberger when we scored like pick sixes on him back to back. That would have been great to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we started a podcast and went one to fifteen. Like it wasn't like super fun. Like on the field stuff to talk about. I still had fun with you guys, but we got. But it was all. It was all for this. All yeah. worth it. Mm-hmm. That's right. The era of struggles is over. The greats are good. <laughs> Wikipedia has been updated. It's We're going places. So. Uh, I think it, uh, that uh, it's time. It's game That's time. Let's play a game, motherfucker. All right, so kind of threw this game together but i want to see what you guys think of it so let's just roll forward with it so i'm excited prior to the nfl draft all prospects coming out are they're doing physical tests they're doing zoom calls with all their coaches and prospective gms um you know they're doing community work trying to show people that they're a well-rounded player part of the pre-draft process though is taking another test which is called the wonder are you guys familiar Yes. So the Wonderlick yes. test for anyone 
listening that's not familiar, it's fully called the Wonderlic Contemporary Cognitive Ability Test. It is a popular assessment used to measure the cognitive ability and problem-solving aptitude of a prospective employees for a range of occupations. But pertaining to the NFL, I looked up some Wonderlic test questions. I wanted to run some by you guys. You down? Ooh, I'm ready. Oh, this, this is going to be gonna, tough. This is going to be challenging. They get, <laughs> yeah. they get an actual like question in front of them and a pencil. <laughs> but all right, yeah. let's, it's going uh, to be difficult. Go ahead. According to the NFL Wonderlick page, uh, the average football player scores around 20 points. Uh, quarterbacks and offensive linemen usually have higher scores, and most teams want around 20 uh, for a prospective player. Uh, let me see if I can find a notable player with a high score. Ryan Fitzpatrick scored a 48, and our boy, Gardner Minshew, scored a 42. So, yeah, got some brains up there behind that mustache. So, uh, we'll start out with this one. And you guys, listen to the wording. Uh, it is multiple choice, so I'll give you uh, the choices here. Question one, which month's weather is most comparable to April's? Is it A, July, B, October, C, August, D, December, or E, February? In, in Florida? And where? I feel like it depends on where I'm at. <laughs> in general. Uh, to April? I don't know. I'll say February. Sure. Uh, <laughs> July. <laughs> okay. Neither one of you are correct. What? According to the Wonderlic cognitive ability test, the correct answer is B, October, has the most comparable weather to April. I guess I can see that. It's on like the other opposite. You know, it's like spring and fall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's one. You know, that's one out of the way. I'm not going to give you all the questions. Debatable. But, you know, just <laughs> pick some up. Amen. In, in Florida, Jacksonville has one weather. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> It's You're not helping your case to make the roster, dude. It's been hot since February. Hot. So, question two. Pummel is to hit as blank is to recite. Is it A, chant, B, speak, C, sing, D, communicate, E, convey? Uh, I, I, I need a PowerPoint presentation to look at these. I'll say to convey, just thinking real, you know, just, just saying the first thing that comes to my head. Uh, you, want, chant. you want the options again? I think it's chant. All right. Sean goes with convey. Shimmer goes with chant. Shimmer is the highly employed one amongst us. So the answer is A, chant. Hey. Congratulations, Shimmer. Nice you are that. winning in the Wonderlick test. So, question three. <laughs> this one's going to be fun. So, <laughs> Ruben, this is the name they chose. Ruben is 15 years old, and his uncle Bobby is three times as old. When Ruben is 32, how old will his uncle Bobby be? Can I use a calculator? You can use whatever you want, dude. Okay, I'm using a calculator then. Uh, my answer is 96. 
Shimmer? Uh, Ruben's uncle will be 62. The correct answer is, I didn't give you the multiple choice, sorry. <laughs> but the correct answer is D, 62. Damn. <laughs> I, had so he's, I had a six in there at least. When he was 15, Bobby was three times as old. You get it. Shimmer gets yeah. it. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Which one of these is the latest date? A. You guys might want to write this down. A. 164 BC. B. 809 BC. C. 259 BC. D. 366 BC. Or E. 24 BC. Which one of these is the latest date uh, i forgot to write them down but i know how bc works so whatever yeah. whatever is the highest number is the answer <laughs> you got to give me something <laughs> so what did, what, tell me that the, this forgot. is a cognitive ability test dude yeah, you can't but, just say what yeah, a piece that. of paper <laughs> he should have submitted uh, the questions or emailed i us said the write them down he yeah. can't even follow directions i need uh, a first part of the test well, the answer is uh, 24 BC is the latest, whatever the closest one is to zero. <laughs> John? Uh, what? I wasn't paying attention. My, my phone's All dying. Right. And <laughs> Shimmer gets the point. <laughs> yes. 24 BC. All right. A couple more for you guys. In the following set of words, which word does not belong? A, dentist. B, economist, C, surgeon, D, layman, E, neuropsychologist. What? You had me at neuropsychologist. What? What was the question? You're failing this test. I, I just need the, the jobs one more time. A, dentist, B, economist, C, surgeon, D, layman, E, neuropsychologist. I'm feeling like a layman over here. Yeah. <laughs> what was the question? Which of these words does not belong? Oh, layman. <laughs> it's not a, not a job. I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> the correct answer is D. A layman is a word used to describe a person who does not belong to a particular profession, while the other words are all different professions. Yeah, dude, that's me with this test right now. All right, all right. <laughs> Sean, you're not impressing your coaches and scouts. I'm sorry. They're going to need to know that you can you hey. can take a simple test. Hey, man, I, just like Tebow, I only got one person I need to impress. All right, last one. That's my wife. That's, that's good. Hmm. Last Ace one. that test. <laughs> <laughs> if the first two statements are true, is the final statement true? Statement one, Dave spoke with Sally. Statement two, Sally spoke with John. Statement three, Dave did not speak with John. Is it A, yes, B, no, or C, uncertain? You need to hear it all one more time. Uh, C, C. I just want to hear it one more time. Say it one more time. Dave. Dave spoke with Sally. No, the first, the, from the beginning. <laughs> if the first two statements are true, 
Okay. Is the final statement true? Okay. Say that now. Dave, say the statement. Dave spoke with Sally. Okay. Sally spoke with John. Okay. Dave did not speak with John. And what are the what are the uh, options? <laughs> yes, no, or uncertain. Uncertain. Sean. Uncertain. I've been saying C. All right, Sean's been uncertain from the get-go. Shimmer <laughs> wins with five out of seven questions correct. Hey. Well, I, got, I only missed one. You will be the higher draft pick, <laughs> therefore make more money. Sean, you will be relegated to an undrafted free agent. Dude, I'm living that, that Bortles life. I'm happy with that. Just chilling, <laughs> third string, that's all I need. What did Let's Trevor see. get on the Wonderlick? I don't have Trevor on here, but uh, they even took Frank it. Gore scored a six. And there's 50 <laughs> questions on here. He's like, I don't uh, fucking need to know shit. Just let me give me the ball. I'll run forward. Who else is on the Jaguars? Carlos Hyde scored a nine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Joe Burrow scored a 34. Aaron Rodgers scored a 35. Andrew Luck, who just looks like a dum-dum, but he scored a 37. Yeah, he's Blaine super Gabbard. smart. They went to Stanford. Blaine Gabbard scored a 42. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> he's not football smart. All brains, no bronze. <laughs> That's right. He was, the, he was like the uh, uh, like bizarro Trevor, you know? Came in with the long hair, but no pedigree. <laughs> uh, yeah. People are trying to push the sunshine nickname on Trevor, and I'm just like, Biz- no. Stop. Leave. Yeah. Let it go. Let's just. Can we just not do the sunshine thing? Like, it's just gonna we're be more Trevor. creative than that. T Law. I don't like T Law. I still think well, uh, you guys never gave the tank a chance. I think the tank is a great one. <laughs> we, I just. <laughs> I just like Trevor. I feel like so many quarterbacks. The tank. Like like Joel Embiid was trust the process and became the process. Trevor is the tank. We tanked for Trevor, and now we got the tank. We can like call him the tank in our circle. A lot of quarterbacks tank. go by their last name, you know, like Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes. I feel like Trevor, I call him Trevor, not Lawrence. So I feel like he's like a yeah. he's just like a down to earth, relatable first name kind of guy. Yeah. Never. And he can, you know, live on that, that first name alone. Trevor. Mm-hmm. You know who we're talking about. Yeah, you know. Old Trevor. T Law. T Law, the tank. <laughs> you know. No, nah, he's uh, he's got two first names. Every great athlete has two first names. <laughs> trying to say uh, yeah. Lawrence. Lawrence. You yeah. trying to talk about yeah. Blake Bortles? Yes. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> Double first names. Aaron Rodgers. Allowable. Mm. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> what are we doing? Are we done here? Awkward goodbye. So. <laughs> Awkward goodbye. This is the time. Uh, Gonna come up with a new song for it. Oh yeah, I think we need. I think we need an awkward goodbye song to play as we do the awkward goodbye in the background. Really, to, like for the formality of it all. I'll get our uh, mechanical engineer. I don't think that was the right word. <laughs> our musical correspondent on the job for us. There we go. Our house band. Yes, house band. Zetronic. <laughs> Zetronic on the chronic. Look them I up. Would... I'm down for a house band, just always counting yes. in the background. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's send this out in style. God loves Jags. Another I great, forgot. great positive episode in the books. We have good vibes. Uh, we're putting good out into the world. We're taking good in. 
and it's going to be a really great opportunistic season. We only have 30 minutes to live. <laughs> 30 minutes for the rest of our lives. Yeah, dude. I like we only have 30 minutes to live. You will never see another tight end run as hard as I will run for the rest of the season. You'll never see another Jaguar run as hard as I will run and win as much Tebow. <laughs>